I'm looking for preaching help, so maybe I'm going to arrange for these kiddos to, uh, I guess, preach them Sunday. Um, well, uh, this is my sermon slash report, kind of uh, sharing for this worship slash meeting today. Um, and I wanted to share a moment that happened uh, in, this, uh, in the late fall, I guess, December or so, um, because it was a strange thing. It was really, truly a God moment. Um, so amidst all the transition this fall with like the rearranging of all the offices and the straightening and cleaning that went along with it, and of all of that, it might be said that it looked like a bomb went off in the office. That's very possible. So there were lots of things that were around and getting reorganized, and, um, and out of the blue, there was a letter from 1988 uh, that dated from 1988 that was like rough around the edges, and it just kind of appeared in the midst of all of this. And it was actually an original copy of a letter from Pastor Tom Cadle announcing his resignation as pastor here to take a new call, dated from 1988. And I just wanted to quote part of it for you. He wrote this at that time. Life, however, does bring us times of change, and so we embrace the changes and entrust ourselves to God. God alone knows where these changes will lead us. We are in God's hands, and that is sufficient for persons of faith. The very same is true of congregations. There will be changes for Upper Dublin Church. You will have new leadership, which will offer fresh visions of the shape of God's work here. I encourage you to embrace these changes and entrust yourselves to God. You will not know where the changes will lead you, but you will be in God's hand. Signed by Pastor Tom Cadle, January 10th, 1988. And this to me, this letter showing up, was an undeniable God moment. It was as if this letter had been waiting around in the back of a drawer or behind a desk for 40 years, waiting for this moment of change at UDLC. In his letter, Pastor Cadle reminds us that through all the changes in life and church, God is faithful and good, and he encourages us to embrace change and the possibility that it presents. This coming year will be full of reflections and dreamings and conversations about who we are and where God is calling us and our visions and hope for the future. But above all, Pastor Cadle reminds us across the years to move into this time of discernment with confidence in the faithfulness of God and to trust in one another. Um, one of uh, a notable Lutheran from the mid-20th uh, century, Dag Hammarskjöld, who had been the Secretary General of the UN and winner of the Nobel Peace Prize, he once said this, he said, For all that has been, thanks. And for all that shall be, Yes. And I think that is a great phrase to take into our meeting today and into the coming year for all that has been thanks and for all that shall be yes. In the same way, Paul encourages the church in Philippi to continue in the faith and set its minds and hearts on the things from above. Um, he writes this letter from prison to the Philippians, and it's just short, four-chapter book. You could probably read it in less than 10 minutes, and it's full of great insights 
in quotables, but I just selected out parts of the final and fourth chapter for our reading for today. And there are two lessons that I take away from his letter to the Philippians today. And the first is, do not be afraid. He says, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Times of change can be anxiety-producing, and sometimes for no particular reason, and it is totally normal to feel that way. But I want to share with you this morning that I am not afraid. I am so confident in God and in our church and in our leadership and you and by the examples of all the UDL saints, UDLC saints who have gone before us that I am not afraid. And that I believe that the more that we are engaged together, the more that we worship together, the more that we meet together, the more that we work together, the more confident we will feel and that we will be. Do not be afraid. Do not worry about anything. And second, Paul says, to train your hearts and minds on the things from above. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable and just and pure and pleasing and commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things, he says, that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. We live in a culture that is flirting dangerously with despair and that is full of narratives about decline. We live in a gotcha culture that waits for the next opportunity to call somebody on the carpet. But Martin Luther in his small catechism says, to put the best possible construction on things before we jump to conclusion and to train our hearts and minds on the things that are good and honorable and true. One of my mentors once said to me along the way that everything we do in church should be excellent because we are doing it for God. And he didn't say perfect, but he said excellent because what we do here is to strive to give our very best because we're doing it for the most important reason, because we are doing it for God and God's people and for the love of our neighbor and for the sake of the world. Finally, I want to say a personal word of thanks to uh, you for the opportunity to take a sabbatical this past summer with my family. The gift of time that you gave us was incredible, along with the gift of the grant that we received from the Clergy Renewal Program. It allowed us to have a once-in-a-lifetime experiences of traveling and experiencing new cultures and learning together and walking the Camino de Santiago and exploring the gifts and tensions of the coexistence just experiencing a slower and gentler rhythm of life are all things that are enhancing my and will enhance our ministry in the years to come. I also want to thank all of you for all of your offers of support and help as I assume more responsibilities during the transition. Um, I've already reached out to some of you and I will continue to do so. I'm getting way better at asking for help. Um, and so sometimes I will say to you when you offer me help, Thank you, I don't know what to ask for yet, but I will ask, and I promise that I will, because I'm discovering new things every day um, that I need your help with. So please pray for me. 
and um, thank you for your support and your love and your encouragement. Um, and I am happy to say that we put together a little pastoral support team um, to help support me and support all of us in this time. So um, Sue Claire and Jack Freeston and Lori Griswold and Brendan Namira have agreed to be part of a pastoral support team uh, for me, but also because I have to cover a lot more ground now than I used to, just to have some people who are around and available. And if, as always, if you're aware of a pastoral concern in the congregation, please let me know. But uh, if you can't reach me easily and one of them is around, let them know and they'll get it to me. It's just a way of covering a little bit more ground and making sure that we're all communicating and in touch. Um, and Lindsay is going to be preaching a little more often, which is a big help, and we're going to continue to get more help as well. So thanks to all of you for that. Um, this is an incredible church, and I know that you know that, but it's good to say. This is an incredible place, and you are amazing people. And every day it makes me want to be a better pastor. And I thank you. Amen. <laughs>